What's up, everybody? We have had our turkey, the Christmas trees are up, and we're here to laugh today. Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalking.com. I'm your host, David. I got the guys with me, Leo. Yo, yo. And Ryan. A guy walks into a bar and says, ah. Wow, that this is gonna be a brutal recording. Yes, so this was um, it's been a while since we drafted. We're we're drafting again today, and, and Ryan may have made me regret that choice. Um, we're, and in one line, Ryan has undone all the goodwill. Yes, we are drafting comedies today. Uh, I am holding a very long winning streak in drafts. I don't think I will be. I don't know how long the winning streak will last after this week. This should be an absolutely fun draft. Uh, as we I don't look... know, bro. Considering what Ryan just said, you might be winning another one. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Maybe I just have to. Maybe I just have to I worry about you, Leo. Like... I go, Casey. I'm going to start off with the corniest joke I can think of. <laughs> Alrighty. So before we get into the draft, let's get into some of the news of the week. Not that much because it is the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, so, No Time to Die became the highest grossing film of 2021, and it's also set to lose $100 million. Don't think that's ever happened before. That's so wild. Yeah. I was gonna, so, I read I read the post on that. Can you, like, break that down a little? So, like, it's still going to make money, like, as far as, like, revenue, but it's technically not making any money? Correct. So, technically, in the most the, – to dumb it down as best as possible, out of all the movies it's released this year, it's made the most money. But it's it. also cost the most money. So with the promotion, with holding it back for over a year, this is like every all the money has essentially ballooned. Wow. That even though it is a profitable movie, it is still losing money because of all the delays that the movie had. Um, now, has that impacted any of the other highest grossing movies as well? Or is not, it just like a, a specific no time to die problem this fee- this feels like an outlier because um, i i i the only thing i would think of is marvel but marvel re- moves stuff by months not years right i don't yeah i think black widow is the longest break from releases yeah. uh so i don't think and i'm that movie didn't lose money because of the disney plus aspect too gotcha so i think that's probably why but yeah no time to die Still enjoyed it. It's just wild to think it's the highest grossing film of the year, and it's also set to lose almost $100 million. Um, Ryan, any thoughts on that? Do you like James That's... Bond movies? Um, I don't go out of my way to see them, but I won't turn them off. So that means 50% of our group chat, Leo, does not watch James Bond movies. This is... Oh, shoot. Yes. I mean, I mean I'll, be honest. I'll be I will be honest, though. I am a GoldenEye and after James Bond kid. So like I, I I started because of that 
group, and then but I haven't gone back to watch the OG ones. But Brosnan for me. <laughs> so I am with you. I actually started on Goldeneye because of the video game. And the video then, game. Yeah. Oh, I love you so much for that, bro. <laughs> yes. And then I progressively just become an, like a really like I'm not like an obsessive James Bond fan, but I am a very big fan of the franchise. I have a great time with it. Uh, the next bit of news is uh, not shocking because the movie did well box office wise, critic wise, a lot better than expected. Uh, and doing well streaming, uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog is getting a sequel. Uh, oh, shoot. Nice. Cute movie. So I can't, you know, I can't hate on it. It's one of those kids' movies that I'm like, okay, I see it. Um, it did pretty well, so don't hate that. Uh, and then two more bits of news. Uh, Ryan, I'm not even sure if you've ever seen this movie, but uh, Ridley <laughs> Scott has revealed that a Blade Runner TV series is in the works. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Ridley Scott, is that HBO Max? No word. It just said it's in the works. I really that because I think you you know damn right that whatever service this is on is going to affect how good this is. Yes, I so I hope it's HBO Max or Netflix. Um, the wait, uh, yeah. Wait, Ryan, have you seen Blade Runner? I'm trying to remember. I think so. Harrison Ford, sci-fi, replicants. Yeah, uh, I know about it. I'm just trying to remember if I've seen it or not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If I have, I've seen it once, and that's yeah. it. You know what I mean? The um, other news that really Scott has uh, released this oh, week oh, is God. that the last oh, duo on House of God. Gucci are getting director's <laughs> cuts. So um, I've seen the last duo, and I love it. It's in my top ten favorite films of the year. Um, that movie don't need to be any longer. It's very good as it is. And Gucci, I did. <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't need more of that. I, I'm perfectly fine with. I'm not even fine with 237. I don't need any more of that. Um, ha, I know Ryan has, and Leo, I've, you still haven't seen Gucci or Last Duel, no, right? No, okay. neither one. Uh, yeah, both of them. I'm looking forward to watching. Um, haven't seen for either, two different uh, reasons. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but but damn, that's I. I'm more concerned with this, like, I guess renaissance of director's cuts being a thing again yeah he's the one he's the one that actually started this to be honest with you it's but it's 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 just not needed like it's funny uh who was it i saw online this week because you know prisoners of moments with director's cut like you guys said someone commented on a post when it was released about the dune uh blu-ray 4k release day and someone's like is the director's cut going to be on there and the person that posted it was like this is the director's cut the version that you saw is the director's cut that just because you know snyder can't make a film without a director's cut to be good doesn't necessarily mean that other directors have that mindset so um yeah yeah it's tough um and then the last bit of news i hope you guys saw it is the fresh prince of bel-air teaser for Mm -hmm. bel-air essentially it's just a title sequence a lot of a lot of clapback for this it's just the opening sequence. I can't believe people are judging it as much as they are. It's been a slow week. It's been a slow week. It news. must <laughs> be. <laughs> and I'm like, like, oh, I got I to be thankful on Thursday. Let me just be a dick for everything else. It's <laughs> funny because I'm like, comment, like so pe- a couple of buddies commented on it. Like, I'm not sold. I'm like, what are you not sold on? It's an opening credit. Like, what? what you- music? I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> to be like, fair. Go ahead. There have been shows that just hook you with the opening credit right away. And there are many that have it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, so I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. Yeah, I get you. But if this was a teaser, then by all means, sure, why not? Yeah. But, like, you're going to – that's a very interesting mountain to stand on. 
like the title sequence is garbage. I don't want to watch anymore. I'm out. I'm out. I just can't. I can't deal with this combination of music for like less than a minute. Some people don't didn't know that it was a drama, and, and I'm like that. Been Will Will has gone on record saying it's a drama, and it's also based on a trailer or something like that that released a few years ago that looked at the show as a drama. Listen, I had a conversation with with Jenny about this, and she, you know she's more like doesn't like that it's a drama. She didn't really care about the title sequence, give or take, you know, if it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. We were just discussing, like, this show's a comedy to her, not a drama. And in my head, I'm like, I just really just want to see the Republican Carlton just dealing with, like, today's society. Today's Republican. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm very interested. I may not stay the, the whole time, but I am definitely interested just for that aspect. An interesting thing of, like, even the original, right? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, if you Think of people and you ask people, hey, what do you remember the most about this show? One scene, one aspect, one storyline that stands out about this show. I'm fairly certain most people will say Will and his dad. And that wasn't comedy. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, Ryan, and what do you Actually, uh, it's funny you say that because another episode that stands out to me that's like haunted me since I was a kid, no pun intended, when I say the episode was when he's drunk. We drunk drove into the cemetery and he saw all the ghosts. Oh shoot! Yeah, or the or or the gun handling episode with yes. Carl. I'm the like, drugs, wasn't there a drugs episode as yep, well? Yeah, that yes. was season three. Yeah, that, that that show dealt with drama. So like people that are phoning out because no, it should be comedy. Like bro, like think about it this way: the most iconic scenes in that show, or some of the most iconic scenes in that show, were dramatic. And I also think Not granted, you got the Carlton dance. You got you know the. <laughs> You know, mind your business. Mind your business. And who says the show is not going to have comedy in it? It's yeah, just going to be. Exactly. It's going to be a drama. But drama exactly. doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to have comedy. Like, look, like, I I'm with it. I I fuck with the Say by the Bell um reboot that's currently on Peacock. So I'll definitely be watching this. Um, which they did a nice little tribute to Screech to Dustin Diamond this on the first episode. Oh, um, nice. That, everyone came back. So. It was a nice tribute at the max for him, so I I, I dug that. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it on the news. Very bare. Uh, let's get into some of what we watch. I will go last because I actually have a murderer's row of shit that I want to <laughs> um, So, Ryan, what do you got? I got Jungle Cruise. Ooh, what do you think? It was fun. Like, it was just a nice little ride. No pun intended. Um, You're just full of puns today, aren't you? <laughs> it's a comedy episode. <laughs> What'd you feel? Like, how'd you feel about The Rock's performance of being The Rock? I mean, it was. Very, <laughs> I smelled what he was cooking. Um, <laughs> Masters of the Universe Revolution or Revolution? Revelations. Ooh. Revelations. Sorry. Uh, part two held up very well. Um, I think it should shut up everyone that was complaining that there wasn't enough action and not enough He-Man. Because um, we got pure He-Man. Um, but that was very good. South Park post-COVID. Oh, how was that? Fun. The only complaint I have is, like, I miss... This is just me being old. I miss random episode South Park. I miss just... Episode of the week, just gotcha. like, you know, they still dealt with problems. They still did everything, but they just did it by week by week. They didn't need to cram it all in one special or five different specials. That's what, you know, they've done. 
this is like their now third or fourth different COVID special. And uh, Raleigh, maybe you know, is, is South Park still on the air or has that been canceled? I don't think it's been canceled per se, but they lean more towards specials now. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like, Thanks. this was good. Don't get me wrong. Like, there was my favorite thing that stands out about it was a character wasn't vaccinated. And they're like, oh, why not? And they're pretty much the joke line was general selfishness. Oh, and <laughs> just the wordplay and everything. Just, yes, it was worth watching. But you have to watch all the specials to really get it. Mm. That's what... Again, that's what kind of sucks about it. You can't just turn it off. Like, it seemed like, because from the commercials, it seemed like something like, oh, it's going a little bit back to the old school. So I, and then when you put it on, it jumps to them being adults. Like, I don't need Stan Kyle Cartman as adults for an hour plus. (laughs) Do they have? Did they have kids? I I don't want to spoil it yet, but I guess I did they. One have- does. I'll say this: only one does. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And Hawkeye. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll hold off on Hawkeye. Uh, Leo, what about you? I, I so dead ass. I thought Ryan meant that Hawkeye was in the South Park special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> no, um, I had a slow week. Honestly, I'm still I'm still making my way through the CIA uh, subterfuge of uh, Homeland. Uh, I'm on season. Oh, at least I'm on the last season. I made it to the last season, so I just I'll start that later today. Um, I can say, yeah, without a doubt, the main character, uh, Carrie, played by um, by Claire Danes, is I believe top three most infuriating leads of any TV show I've ever watched. I love that. I love it's it a, when you throw your your rage on a TV show that I don't care for. So I don't. So bad, but either way. Making it through it, making it. I'm, I'm slowly making it through out of this. Uh, but then, and other than that, um, Hawkeye. Awesome. All right, cool. All right. So to preface my beginning here, I've been, I've been at press screenings all week, and I am tired. I can't wait for this. I'm almost done with like the Oscar stuff, and you know, I can't wait to be done. I am tired. Uh, so not Oscar related. I saw Home Sweet Home Alone. Ooh. And that, oh, not not Oscar related, really? I'm no, <laughs> don't don't think it's gonna make the best picture cut. Um, <laughs> I st- How about Razzie? <laughs> um, if the movie ended the way the first forty five minutes started, uh, I would have. It would have. It was probably my number two worst film of the year. Ooh. Uh, the second half of the movie is a lot better. It doesn't really save it, but it is a lot better. Um, some nods to the original movie. Uh. The uh, security system that they have in the house is called McAllister Home Security, and it is <laughs> nice. And it is the logo of the film, like the Home Alone logo. Uh, nice. Buzz is in the movie. Some some decent traps, but yeah, nothing really, you know, great. Um, also saw the Godfather trilogy on that I usually do for um for Thanksgiving. Uh. Then I saw this documentary called Four Hours at the Capitol because I needed that in my life. Um, <laughs> it's an HBO Max documentary, and it's obviously about the Capitol riots on January 6th, and okay. I highly recommend it if you want to be enraged after. Um, yeah, I because, after Homeland. <laughs> yeah, because they actually interviewed people that were took part in the riot. And their their nonsense is just I just want to smack you through the screen. They're nonsensical bullshit. Um, 
now we get to the fun stuff. No, yes. No, yes, yes. Uh, I saw Clerk, the Kevin Smith documentary. Nice. Here we go. Um, if you are a Kevin Smith fan, you know everything on this documentary. It is oh. not anything that is groundbreaking in terms of his life, of his career. Um, but it does di- dive a little deeper into certain aspects. Uh, the heart attack. Uh, Jen Schwalbach is on there, and she's talking about like when he had the heart attack and she went to the hospital. They didn't even update her right away. They just asked her if she had a- if he has a will. So she immediately assumed that he had died. Um, wow. They also touch about touch on how he became a vegan. That his doctor said he was going to be fine, but Harley kept pushing, and because of her is why he became a vegan. Then they do like it's more like a traditional doc. It goes film by film by film by film. Um, so it's very good. I had a great time with it. But if you're looking for something that you don't know, you're not going to get it here. It's very much a a documentary for those that maybe aren't too familiar with Smith. So I definitely recommend it, but don't expect anything out of this gotcha. world in terms of like groundbreaking. That would be good. Like for, to introduce someone to Smith, would you say? Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good, very good introduction. You know, kind of, if like people wonder why you're so into this guy, I think that does a g- very good job of like, okay. Putting to focus the lore that he has with, with people and pretty much how he was like the, st- the flag bearer for comic book. Uh, fandom uh, in the early is it, 90s is it more like him speaking to these moments or is it like interviews with like cast in, members interviews and, and interviews and himself okay, okay and like ben affleck's in it matt damon's in it like they, Jason Mewes in it yes yes cool, uh cool, cool. scott Mosier's in it pretty much the entire view skew universe is oh, in cool. it yeah nice. okay cool cool um i also saw the japanese submission for international feature nothing that would Nothing that will interest Ryan. Drive my car. Um, it's okay. It's three hours. I got through it. That's all I can say. Now my personal winner uh, drags drags a little bit, but uh, yeah, I saw Sing Two. Um, that should be out. That should be out in Christmas. That is, I had a good time with it. I can see it slipping in as a five spot in animated feature. Uh, it's it's a good time. Uh, I can't I can say it's right on par with the first one. Uh, then I saw the heavy hitters. I saw um, Parallel Mothers, a new Pedro, Pedro film. Penelope Cruz is fantastic. This should have been Spain's submission for international feature. It wasn't, but I can see Penelope Cruz getting an Oscar nomination. Then the real heavy hitters come in. My last three. I saw Don't Look Up, the new Adam McKay film coming to Netflix on Christmas. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill. Jennifer Lawrence, everyone and their mothers in this movie. So I'll ask, I, I don't know if Ryan's seen this, so I'll ask Leo, have you seen The Big Short? Of course, I love The Big Short. Have you seen Vice? Vice I haven't seen. Okay, though. but you do like The Big Short? Yes. Okay, so. I like, I like, I like McKay's stuff, I like McKay's stuff. Yeah. Alright, um, Ryan, you haven't, right? I have not. But you've seen Step Brothers, Anchorman, stuff like that, right? I've seen Step Brothers. I've seen bits and pieces of Anchorman. Okay, so he directed those before he got to serious stuff. Okay. So this is the funniest movie of the year. It oh, is it is it is the office style comedy. It is very dry humor. I love very it. Very dry humor. I had such a good time with it. If you don't like Adam McKay, you're not gonna like this movie. It is very much an Adam McKay film. I think it's his best of the three of the big Ooh. short vice and, and and this, I think it's his best one. Uh, Leo DiCaprio is fantastic in this. I joked with Jenny when she got home, when I got home from the screening, and I'm like, oh, the love of your life, 
uh, has anxiety just like you. And he is plays against type. He's so good. And if you, anyone never seen the movie Network, he has a Peter Finch moment in that movie. Um, Meryl Streep is Donald Trump, essentially. <laughs> um, that's all I'm going to say about Meryl Streep. I just need you to enjoy her. Um, Jonah Hill is essentially Ivanka. And that's all I'm going to say there. Um, Mark Rylance is a, is basically playing Mark Zuckerberg slash Steve Jobs. It is oh. pretty much the movie. There they had a Q and A after, and Adam McKay was talking about he. Even though you can think that this is how the government responded to COVID, he actually wrote it before COVID, um, and it was about climate change. How the government is not taking climate change seriously. So that's kind of what the movie is inspired of, and then he uses climate change as a meteorite in this one or a comet. Uh, highly, highly, uh, highly recommended. It's going to be. I think it's going to have a great response for those that really like Adam McKay stuff. I saw Paul Thomas Anderson's new movie, Licorice Pizza. Uh, I loved it. It's spoiler alert. It's in my top three favorite films of the year. Uh, Cooper Hoffman is fantastic. Alana Haim is fantastic. Uh, it's essentially it's a coming of age story. There is the folks on the internet that are pretty much hating on the not hating. It's saying that people should be critiquing the age difference because she's 25 and he's 15 at the beginning of the movie and he's 16 by the end of the movie. Um, I don't really... I get it. I just don't really see... I didn't really see like a huge glaring issue. Maybe because I saw Red Rocket the week before and Simon Rex is like 40-something and the girl in the movie is like 16 years old or 17. So that that was a little bit creepier. Uh, but I do think it's a very touching film. It's one of my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson films. And then... I saw Being the Ricardos. Oh. And um, it is also my top three favorite films of the year. Uh, if you're, I'm going to say that Nicole Kidman may be on her way to an Oscar. She is incredible. She is absolutely phenomenal in the role. If you're looking for an impersonation, you're not going to get an impersonation. She is not playing Lucy Ricardo. She is playing Lucille Ball. She is playing the businesswoman, Lucille Ball. She is right. dealing with studio politics. That's what I loved about the movie, that Sorkin pretty much looks at the studio politics of the era and how Lucy and Desi met, how the studio dealt with her being pregnant, how the studio dealt with her during the Red Scare whenever when she had uh, checked off that she was a communist. It is very, very much a look at that aspect of it. There is only five minutes of I Love Lucy in this movie. Mm. So mm. that's not what you're getting. If you so don't walk in thinking you're just going to get a remake of I Love Lucy because Aaron Sorkin knows you can't remake I Love Lucy. So why why do that? This is actually more just a, uh, a look at their relationship. And I want to eat my words. Javier Bardem is probably the best thing he's done in a long oh. time. He That's is awesome. he is fantastic in it. I thought he was. I can say all four: J.K. Simmons, uh, Javier Bardem, Nicole Kidman, and I'm I oh I forget who plays Vivian Vance. I'm gonna get you the the name right now. But they should all be nominated for Oscars. Now, question for you because I know that you were like preaching Nina, to the world. N- Nina Ari- Stewart. Nina Arianda is who plays Nina Viv. Arianda. Yep. 
so yeah, you were you were preaching to the world about Kristen Stewart being like the the front runner. So like that must mean that Kidman's performance made up ground and then some. Yeah, she's number two by like, and honestly, like it's very. I am very December eighth. I will is when the embargo lifts on my review and everyone's reviews. I will decide whether I'm moving Kidman to one. The reason I say that is because I being the Ricardos, I think is going to get nominated for picture, actor. Actress, maybe act actor. I'm not sure about Harvey getting in, but even though I think he's great, supporting actor I think is getting in. Original screenplay, production design, editing, score isn't even in play. Cinematography is even in play. Spencer, I don't think it's going to get that love. I was actually talking to Jenny about this yesterday because we had that same conversation, and I'm like, I do. I think Kristen Stewart's better. I do, but the problem is that seeing people's reaction that are more on the casual viewer on Spencer has made me more weary of it because um, Academy voters are really not for the most the older Academy voters are voters are just casuals for the most part they're just going to sit there and watch and if they like it they like it they're not going to try to really sit there and examine stuff this movie is going to play really well to the Academy I think it's going to play very very well to the Academy so it yeah it's in my top three favorite films of the year I loved it I think if you walk in there with certain expectations and I think you will be very, ple- very pleasantly surprised. I and I'm gonna and I'm gonna say, look, that's just just for any of our listeners, anyone that's maybe coming into the podcast for the first time. David and his wife Jenny are some of the most like viscerally loyal I Love Lucy fans on the stance of like historical and just their the performances, the show. So like the fact that you're you're so in on this, that's 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 a pretty big testament right there. Yeah, and like listen, I'm never gonna sit there and say that I didn't shit on the casting. I did, but it's essentially what we got and what and I just wanted to see the final product. So I walked in there with expectations at a certain level and they knocked it out of the park. I also like um, I do want to give credit to Tony Hale too. He plays uh, Jess Oppenheimer, who's the executive producer on I Love Lucy. He's incredible in it. He is so so good and more dramatic than comedic role. And I think he knocks it out of the park. And they also the film is actually uh, set up as like a documentary where they interview the older versions of the producers and writers on the show, talking about Lucy and Desi and Viv and Bill Frawley. So very much certain things that I was looking for. That paid non not homage, but like respected certain character traits of each. Like there's something very sim- simplistic, but something that I saw and I loved. So Bill Frawley, who played Fred Mertz, is very known for any Isla Lucy fan that he during script readings would take his lines and just memorize his lines and leave the rest of the script. In the movie on day one, when they got their weekly script, you see him taking out his lines and leaving the rest of the script. Oh, that's dope. So something that I would pick up that maybe you or Ryan wouldn't pick up, it's, it felt like it was giving me more respect as a fan that's, of the show. You know what so I mean? That's so cool because those are Easter eggs. Yes. That's like, that's like the, those are pure Easter eggs for Lucy fans of that. Like They'll pick that up. Yep. You know, like, wow, that's dope. And even like Javier Bardem when he does Babalu, um, mm-hmm. I've seen Desi Arnaz do Babalu hundreds of times because I've been watching on Lucy since I was like five or six years old. Um. There's certain mannerisms that Desi has when he does Babalu, like hair flicks, and he un- 
un, un, uh, unties his bow tie and he has certain mannerisms with head tilts and stuff like that. And he does that when he plays Bob Blue. And I'm like, yes. It's... How was um, how was Javier's accent? Uh, I know, it's like, no, as, it's as, it's as, as, yeah. As a Cuban American, you know, like you know the difference between being Spain Spanish and Cuban. <laughs> he's not. He's not Cuban. <laughs> Okay. And I will say the trailer did not show that he tried. There is a level of effort. In, Good, but it's Good. not. It, it it's his accent is so. You you know Javier's accent. It's very hard not to like sit there and be like, hey, yeah, that's Javier Bardem. But so he tries. He I can see efforts of where he's trying. I um, yeah. little things that maybe. Like I, I, I watch this from my perspective, from a critic's perspective, from an I Love Lucy perspective, from a casual perspective, and from an obsessive I Love Lucy perspective that like that will <laughs> nitpick at every little thing. I will say that there are the episode and I still have to double check this and I, I, I meant to do it before the podcast. The episode that they were filming, I don't think is the episode where all this happens. So that may rub people the wrong way. I don't really care. It really didn't bother me because it tackles certain things that I actually was into. Um, what else? What else may rub people the wrong way? Obviously, you know, the fact that Nicole Kidman doesn't look like Lucy Lucille Ball. Yeah, um, sorry, she can't go through cosmetic surgery yeah. and paint her whole face, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but then my counter is Benedict uh, Michael Fassbender didn't look like Steve Jobs, and he killed it. Um, Rami Malek didn't look like Freddie Mercury, and he did, and he killed it. Even Taron Egerton did not look like Elton John, and he killed it. You don't necessarily need to look like the person. We're not doing an impersonation. You know what I mean? You're giving a performance. Um, and I'm trying to think of what else may, may annoy certain people. Oh, okay. This is something I would know. I'm not sure if you know. I Love Lucy had a set director for like almost every episode. Uh, I don't believe it was. They didn't really have too many directors. And a director that came off in this episode, I don't believe it exists. I, I, I tried to research her and I could not find him anywhere. So that may be just a, you know, a tweaking of the story just for dramatic purposes. But uh, a question for you that I just noticed from the trailer and I, it was just something that I was curious about. Um, how's the music? How's the, the score? Score score is fantastic. Yeah. Score is really it? good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, there's only one nod to the Isle of Lucy theme, which is towards the end. The filming. Day. Okay. There is a okay. filming day nod to the to the um, to the score of the show the, but i will say the um the movie ends on a very emotional note and i really like the final shot of the movie is fantastic uh the i love lucy segments i will give them credit that i specific production design stuff i was looking for i i i saw there and i really dug that too so um i will have more to say than this when the movie comes out uh i'll have a full review and yeah i have a lot to say on the review so yeah be on the lookout for that it is surpass all my expectations and i hope that people that um were very weary on it just give it a fair chance because if you really really look at it from the concept of an actual film it's one of the best movies of the year so yeah yep that is that is my my two cents on that and now we can talk about hawkeye um from easter eggs and i love lucy to easter eggs in marvel (laughs) so i'm gonna be i'm gonna go first on this because i think i may be the one on the that i wanted to get your guys opinion on because i don't didn't really love the first two episodes and i'm starting to think that are we in the oversaturation portion of marvel where there is not a level of excitement for everything i'll i wanted to start with leo because i i i need your thoughts on this right away so i 
I'm not going to say I didn't love it. I thought it was really, really good. I think the difference is this one, it's weird. This one feels like the youngest of the shows. This one feels more like teen, tween type of thing. Um, or it feels like I'm watching like a CW show more than Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision, uh, even maybe even Loki. Um, even though like there was action towards the later half of like of the of the first two, um, it felt the youngest, and I guess it's maybe just because of the protagonist. Um, maybe that's something that 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 I did. Uh, I, I agree with you that I noticed as well. Um, overall, I I I know better than to critique the show before episode four. Yep. Because... Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, overall, I love it. I, I know you and I talked offline about some of like the Easter eggs that were dropped in there. Yes. Uh, it's I, still Marvel being Marvel. But yeah. I do want to touch on that once we get Ryan's thoughts. Go ahead, Ryan. Um, I enjoyed episode two more than one. Um, as for the oversaturation, um, I can see it. I don't 100% agree with it, but I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, like, listen, I love Marvel. Give me all yeah. the Marvel movies you want. Like, keep giving them to me. I guess they're just, just thinking the TV shows. I don't know. Maybe that was an overextension of themselves, <laughs> and they should have just, like, stayed with movies. But I do or love done, a like, lot of their shows a year. Not so, not like. Because we're at five, so. right? Is this five? Yeah, because you're yeah, counting what if. What if, yeah. Uh, and yeah. I didn't, and I can't say I liked what if. I can't believe that show got renewed for a second season, to be completely honest with you guys. Oh, you definitely, you're, yeah, I loved what if. Yeah, and I, I, well. and I see, and I see the value in having what if to expand the rest of like the, the crazy stuff that you don't want to pay super money on SFX for. Yeah, no, I get you. I like, I understand his existence. I just wasn't a fan to, to, to be honest with you. Um, but I did want to touch on the Easter eggs. If you guys haven't heard, you can just, you know, fast forward a few minutes here. Um, so the sword, sword, what's his name again? Swordsman, swordsman right? Swordsman. That swordsman. is a swordsman, right? I'm not going crazy. No, no, no. That's like, yeah. The, it's funny because like I, the name Dukan was, I'm like, wait, this, this name sounds like it means something. <laughs> um, yeah, that's definitely swordsman. So when you, when you chatted me on the side, I'm like, I had just, uh, I think I just had researched it, and I'm like, "Yep, that's that's legit. That is the swordsman." Now, this I did not know, and I, I'm either you or Ryan can answer this. Who is the girl listening to that bomb ass Depeche Mode song at the end of episode two? Oh, dude, that's Echo. That's gonna be uh, Wilson Fisk's daughter or adopted daughter. Oh, uh, okay. That's gonna be Echo. Yeah, whose uh, whose powers are more of being able to like mimic other others. Okay. Uh, any other Easter eggs you, you caught, Ryan? Um, it's actually really, really funny to say that. I uh, didn't realize their last name in the very beginning of the show. So when I saw the Tombstone Bishop, I'm like, holy fuck, is that the first X-Men Easter egg? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I feel bad. <laughs> that opening scene was baller, though. I did like the yeah. uh, callback to T-Avengers 1. Yeah. Oh yeah, that opening scene was crazy. It's funny because as as the little girl is like getting in trouble with her parents, and I I saw like a shadow through the the first shadow at the window, and I'm like, wait a second, her age, this. I'm like, crap, this is the Battle of New York. Um, and I want to finish off on the Hawkeye talk with uh, <sighs> Rogers the musical. They couldn't get a bigger budget. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that the, the the costumes in that musical. Like, I don't blame 
Clint and his family leaving. I I I have zero um resentment for them leaving. I would leave too. It it looked like a it looked like it couldn't even make off Broadway how bad it was. It seemed like a high school performance if anything. Like it yes. didn't it didn't have like a big budget. At least I didn't feel like it had a big budget. Ryan, thoughts on the Avengers music or Rogers the musical? Why can't that be a real thing? Um, but with a bigger budget. Um, my favorite part of that was like, you know, who wasn't there? He wasn't there. Pointing out to Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, <clears throat> good stuff for me. Didn't overly love it, but I still enjoyed it. I very much looking forward to where it's going. And I, I will say, the show that I am looking forward to the most right now is Miss Marvel. But we still got ways to go before that. So uh, that's supposed to premiere. <laughs> I think it's spring. Spring or or She Hulk is spring and that's the summer or something like that. I I have to double check. I can have that for oh. you. Um something I wanted to bring to you guys that I didn't it's funny because I, I guess they're they're expanding on it based on the what happened in Endgame and then at the end of um end of Black Widow. But I, I didn't I didn't realize the world doesn't know that Hawkeye became Ronin. Yes, I I yeah. I'd like that touch. I'm very curious as to where they're going with that. Yeah, so that because that no that means that that picture at the end of Black Widow when um, Yelena's seeing the portrait of like Clint in his Hawkeye suit without the mask. That means that's a bigger deal. Like I guess no one knew that that. That he's become a, or he became like a mass murderer or a vigilante. When do you think she comes? You think she's episode four? Oh, so I feel like uh, I would say episode four would make the most sense unless they really, really, really keep her for like a, like a, I don't know, like a Mephesto twist at the very, very end. Of Stop the- saying Mephesto. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it until it comes until, 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 until phase until phase 10 of the MCU finally comes out with Mephesto. And I could be like, I told you 25 years ago. So I re- I emailed Sony uh, yesterday because I I kind of ch- I don't really ever care. Like, I always reach out for screenings to Marvel. Mar- Disney and Sony are the only ones that say F you. We're not going to give you a screening unless you're like a high, you know variety Hollywood Reporter type of thing and um, I basically begged I'm like can I please get a screening to this um, I just want to know if Mephesto is Doctor Strange because you put that in my head Leo and I haven't stopped <laughs> thinking about it it's happening again no I, I put I put full blame on you for making me think that Doctor Strange is Mephesto this time around <laughs> um, but yeah that wraps up what we watched that was a nice conversation guys now um Funny thing about uh, Spider-Man uh, at Thanksgiving, like this has nothing to do with anything. You can edit this out if you want. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at Thanksgiving, I was saying to Casey, "Oh, we have to make sure to go see Spider-Man opening weekend." My sister-in-law's boyfriend goes, "I'll see what you guys." I'm like, "Okay." Oh, you're recruiting people? Nice. <laughs> Ryan's trying to get this movie to cross a hundred million dollars on opening day. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that should should we're three weeks away, so we'll definitely have a full episode talking about that. So, but let's get to it, fellas. Let's get into the comedy draft. This was uh this was a chore for me, I must say. Uh, I have thirty movies. How many movies did you come up with on your list, uh, Leo? Dude, same. I'm thinking mathematically, it's not gonna make it that far, but thirty. I'm like, each of us drafts ten. I'm like, I'll just play it safe. I'll do thirty movies. Yeah, same here. What about you, Rye? Thirty-one. 
<laughs> Why is I thought of another what? one like recently, so it's thirty one. That's the only reason I knew it was thirty one. If you were a real Kevin Smith fan, you would have said thirty seven. But what 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 do I know? Uh all right. So from the, more movies, huh? from the last <laughs> from the last draft, I can't believe that this is the order, but I won our last draft. But in a shocker, Ryan gets second yeah. pick this time around, which is what, ve- what happened? He whooped my butt, bro. Like, I was shocked. Uh, and then Leo gets the the probably the best pick in the draft going three and four back to back. So let's get started with the comedy draft. So, Leo, can you take the notes on this? I am taking them right now, sir. Awesome. So. There was two ways to go here. I won't tell you what the other one was. Um, I'm just going to tell you all my pick is. Um, I went back and forth on this one, and then I decided to go back. Back to the Future is my number one pick, because if I didn't take it now, there is no way it was coming back to me. And we've had discussions on here, whether it's a comedy or not. IMDb has it a comedy. And I am going with Back to the Future. It's in my top four favorite films of all time. So, yes, Back to the Future is my number one pick for comedy. Ryan, what do you got? Uh, Do I go with my heart for my first one? Do I go for the win? And while you're thinking about it, by the way, go for for the win. Go for the win. Uh, We we will have ten picks each. So, no specific category, just ten comedies. So go ahead, Ryan. Mm. I don't know if because if you don't go with your heart, I will go with your heart. All right, and fuck you, James. I'm Bob Strike Back. <laughs> there it is. Ryan yeah, sabotages there himself. It is. I don't care. At least I get that one in. Now Leo is so interesting. Where I know, I, I'm not. So I'll be honest with you, D. I think you and I. I think whatever you have on your list is not going to be impacted what I have on my list. No, ex- I. I'm going straight on movies that made me laugh my ass off. Okay. Whether or not they're qualified as comedies or whether or not there's like classic movies that I know technically are there, I'm going with just straight up. These movies are funny. Like, I expect an array of rom coms from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wish, bro. But nah, man. Heartbreak isn't too funny. Heartbreak, uh, kid. So I'm starting mine off with The Hangover. Oh, no. Oh. Not where I thought you were going to go first. Oh. And on the back-to-back, I'm following it up with super bad. You literally took my next two picks. You got very good two picks. Very good two picks to start. Yeah, I'll be honest. When I'm creating this list, I'm like, it, 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 that's what I felt Ryan wanted to do here. I'm like, what's a comedy? It makes you laugh. <laughs> so I'm like, what are the movies that I feel like I'm, they just made me laugh? And I'm like, and I know, I know for a fact, yes. Back to the Future is absolutely one of the greatest movies ever made, and it is technically a comedy, but I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to do that. I want to be different this time. Let me just go straight on the like, actual laugh-o-meter on what movies made me laugh. So For sure. Ryan, there is another Kevin Smith movie that is still sitting there. <laughs> oh, there's plenty of Kevin Smith movies. <laughs> but there's one that if you don't take it, it's coming home to daddy. So you better, uh, you better, you better take it now. You want me? I'll let you because I have plenty. Of movies to pick from. I'm going to go with my number two comedy, Spaceballs. Interesting. Ooh, I love that pick, man. Spaceballs is underrated, but it's funny. So I want to thank you guys. Even though Leo has a great double-decker 
on the uh, first two picks, you allowed me to take my other um, favorite comedy of all time and my number five favorite film of all time, Ghostbusters. Yep. And here's where I I have to start being more... Um, Easy <laughs> Yeah, because I got the two I wanted. Now it's... Now it's about the votes. So I am going to go here... I mean, those two will give you votes. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Back to the Future and Ghostbusters. Jeez. So, yeah. oh man, this is tough. There's two that I'm looking at here, and I think I'm more worried about um Leo on these than I am Brian. <laughs> I'm sure my list looks nothing like yours. <laughs> so, all right, I'm actually gonna go with when Harry met Sally. As my oh, next that's pick. That's a good one. I it I just saw it for the first time about a year and a half ago during COVID. Dude, how, how good, right? And it's <laughs> it's it's up there. It's probably outside of like it happened one night and um, mm-hmm. some like aha, my favorite rom com. It is so good, so damn good, and the chemistry in that movie, Billy Crystal, so damn good in that movie. Yeah. So when Harry met Sally is my next pick. Ryan, what Kevin Smith movie are you picking this time? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure if I want to go, Kevin Smith. I mean, hmm. I'm looking. Do I go Colt? Do I go Stoner? You're well. You don't have a Stoner one. Oh well, I don't even think Jane Silent Bob Strike Back is a Stoner film. Nah, out of all, well, hold on. Is there is there weed in that movie? There is weed in that movie. There's a lot of weed in that movie. Yeah, I get. I think I think it qualifies. You know what? I'm gonna go with a cult classic Stoner film. Cheech and Chong, Up in Smoke. I've never, I've, I've never seen that movie. I have, I have no idea what that is. Let's just say this: this draft will more accurately define Rep- the three of us. Yes, <laughs> feel like our movie, our movie, like likes. I feel like right now we've been accurately represented so far. Absolutely. I'm like, yeah, this is about right. <laughs> All right, Leo, you are up. Yeah, so then I'm going to follow up uh, with Wedding Crashers as my number three. That was the next one. Damn it. All right. And considering how much I'm breaking your heart right now, I have a feeling that you're going to pick up on the fact on the movies that I'm going after. So I'm going to go with number four, Booksmart. No, that wasn't even on my list. Oh, okay, cool. Good, good, good. Um. So you have the female super bad and the male. Super bad. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yep. <laughs> well done. Well done, Ryan. You are back up. Man, this list is going way too quickly. Um. Don't worry. I'll give a pre. I'll give a long ass preamble for my next. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll start. I'll start buffering my my picks too now. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with what I believe to be the best comedy animated movie, Shrek. That's gonna get you millions of votes. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> I, and I'm not gonna lie. I definitely. I. I was about to dabble in the animated world. Uh, <laughs> I. I chose against it. But if this is the way this is going, we may have to switch our. <laughs> so now I'm gonna switch this up a little bit. This time around, I am going to follow Leo's um, motto. I'm going to. There's a major one. I'm surprised none of you guys have grabbed yet. Um, I think it may be getting grabbed here. I think. Um, so these two movies, one of these movies I saw in 2005, and it made me laugh. 
so hard. That that's a big right there. <laughs> and it introduced me to a person that I would grow to love for another character for seven years on a little show called The Office. This is my first introduction to Steve Carell. It had some of the funniest moments I've seen in a film. Ad lib moments, ad lib reactions from Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd. I'm going with the 40 year old virgin. Beautiful pick, bro. That is literally not my next pick, but that's right on my list for the. Oh, yeah, that was going to come up for me this time. Good job, bro. And then my next one also has Paul Rudd. But which Paul Rudd comedy am I going to pick here? No, he's got so many, and he looks the same in all of them. <laughs> I I am going. I, I know which one you're going with. Do you? Yes. All right, I'm going to give you my explanation, but what do you think I'm going with? Clue. Okay. So, um, everyone thinks that um, well, Paul Rudd's first official completed film is Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers, but his first release is actually the 1995. And I think I'm going to get votes for this classic, Clueless. Yeah, Clueless. Great shit. One. Great one. Great one. I, I adore the movie. I think it's great. I think um, I recently was having this discussion with my internal self on whether or not I like Fast Times at Ridge My High more or Clueless. And then on recent rewatch, they always go back and forth. Uh, the reason I compare the two is because Amy Heckerling directed both. Um, oh. And I think Clueless... Clueless has the edge on on fast fast times. I I love Clueless. So yeah, that is my next pick. So as we this is was that around my round five. That so was, yeah, that was your second one. The so first first from round five. Perfect. So right now I am going to just as we kind of hit the halfway point, I have Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, the Forty Year Old Virgin, When Harry Met Sally, When Harry Met Sally, and now Clueless. And Ryan, do you want to say yours? Um, hmm. you can say the ones up till now. Just the uh, ones up to now: Spaceballs, Jane, Silent Bob Strike Back, Up in Smoke, and Shrek. So before I go to before I go to Ryan, I picked Back to the Future first, Leo. Would you have taken it if it was there? Would you? Uh, would it, no, you... no, because because of the way that I'm going this draft, it's it, I'm really not going with the. This movie technically classifies as a comedy thing. And even though you and I, to the day we die, will always quote the this is heavy moment <laughs> and heavy. how much that made us crack up. Wrong with I the gr- say... Earth gravitational pull. <laughs> yeah, I can say that with that movie. I, I think it's ramifications for time travel. <laughs> outweigh, outweigh its contributions for just straight up times that I laughed Be- during it. Because of Back to the Future, time travel was created. Exactly, bro. Exactly. But yeah, no, I, I wasn't gonna. I, unless I, we got to like the late rounds and I realized, well, okay, so we're both going through straight up just comedy movies. I'll grab it just because like, I love it. But no, I, I knew I knew going in, I thought you were gonna go. I thought you were gonna go Hangover first overall. And I was like, because I know that that's a movie that you, for a fact, you oh, I adore it as a comedy. Adore it, and I, I, I thought it would come back around because my plan was to do Back to the Future first. I thought one of you would have picked Ghostbusters, and I thought one of you would have picked Harry Met Sally. So I figured I could have gotten in the back on the back end. I would have ended up with Superbad and Hangover. That kind of was my plan. I was gonna go Ghostbusters first overall, just because of the fact that right now Ghostbusters Afterlife is out. Yep. So I'm like. That's like the perfect like oh man people are probably rewatching it people are probably uh, like like loving it so much more 
Um, but when it got to me and I noticed that you went um, Back to the Future, Jay and Silent Bob got taken, which I know for a fact was gonna was on my short list as well. <laughs> um, I'm like, you know what? Let me stick. Let me stick the course. Let me stay to my running back, running back, and go Hangover Super Bad draft strategy on display yeah. here. Ryan, you're up. All right. Um, I'm looking at my 30. Well, whatever I have left now, I have 17 movies left here, and I'm like wondering if any of these are getting picked by Ryan. Well, so it's funny that I do the same thing. I'm like, I'm pretty sure on my short list right now, I have 13. I'm pretty sure I have like 25 left. Like, no one's taking any of the movies that I have. Yeah, a lot of mine are still standing, too. Except for right now where you took took 40-year-old Virgin and Clueless off the board. I'm like... I'm pretty still intact. <laughs> um, torn between two, three actually. Um, I'm gonna go with one of my favorite comedies as a kid, and definitely a classic, Austin Powers. Which you know, one? Oh, which one? The first one. Okay. International Man of Mystery. You won't get me there, Ryan. It's on my list. I will say that. Yeah. I, I, ooh, that one made me like just. Ryan, the, the the scene where he has to pee for the first time. Yes. <laughs> I will say I have been oh. there. I definitely. Yeah. Right, dude. How many of us have been there where it's like it's just never ending? It's like, oh. <laughs> All right, Leah, what do you got for me? Uh, so then, yeah. So then I'm going to follow. I don't think Paul Rudd was in this movie. <laughs> Damn. I thought we were going Paul Rudd, Paul I know, Rudd, Paul I know. Rudd. Sorry to let you down. Uh, but I do know you do value this movie as well. I don't know Ooh. when you saw it, but I know that you mentioned how much it, it, it made you laugh. Specifically, the, this one scene where a certain person that doesn't even go here. Yes. Uh, good job. Good pick, Leo. Great pick. Yeah, uh, I'm going Mean Girls with my fifth overall pick. That's a great pick. Um. Surprised it lasted this long. I thought it would go a little it's, bit before. Yeah, as I feel, I feel like by now, Dave. I feel like now we're gonna start like sniping each other's stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, yeah, Mean Girls is a good. I honestly thought that once you caught that I was going Hangover, Super Bad, Wedding Crashers, I thought you would pull the trigger on Booksmart because I know how much you 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 pretty much put it as the equal to Super Bad. I, I think. do. I absolutely do think that. Um, that's why. But I I like the Forty Year Old Virgin and Clueless more. So yeah. I'm glad you took Booksmart. So you took the option away anyway. Yeah. So, but yeah, I I I know where your strategy. I see to know where your strategy is going. Yep. So then my number six. Oof. All right, number six. I'm actually going to go with a. a, a, a it's a classic comedy. It's a little bit older than the other ones that I've oh. picked, but I, I'm going. I'm going Friday as my. Damn it. My sixth pick. Right, Ryan, that was going to be on your list, right? Yeah, that was actually going to probably be my next one, if not. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm like, this is where it gets a little like, ooh, wait a minute. <laughs> Ryan, you are up. All right. Um, this is probably your last chance to take a specific movie. I'm just letting you know that right I kind of want, because I'm, I'm so curious on which one it is, although there, I think I know which one it is. Of course you do. I don't know if it, this is your last shot. I'll let Remember, you he gets he gets two picks after this, man. Um, hmm. I'm going with another cult classic, The Big Lebowski. Ooh, have it. 
I think that movie, I like that movie, but I think it's aggressively overrated. See, I'm not a Lebowski fan at all. I think and it, I know that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's going to get votes, though. It is, it is. Yeah, I did, like, I, it's for the votes. Like, I think it's <laughs> fine. Like, I think the movie's fine. Don't get me wrong. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's as great as everyone makes it out to be. Uh, all right, cool. Whoo. So you just left, you left that movie yeah. there for me. He just left it. He just gift wrapped it to you. But then I just saw two movies that actually may get me a lot. Actually, no, they, this movie would definitely get me votes. This is so I want to get my first one out of the way, and I'm surprised it's lasted this long. But I'm going with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Nice. nice. Yeah. Um, I'm shocked it's lasted this long. It was actually at the bottom of my list because I didn't think it was going to last this long, and I had a specific strategy. Um, everyone knows Ferris Bueller. Is probably my number two favorite John Hughes film. It's incredible stuff, really hilarious. Ferris Bueller is one of the worst human beings on the face of the earth, but the movie is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. So yeah, that's why I picked that. But now you make this difficult, Ryan. <laughs> Question: If I don't take it, are you taking it next time? Honestly, I don't know. I'm looking at my list, and it's so hard. Like the hardest part about this is choosing. Like, thank God this isn't a top ten. Like just listing them. <laughs> So this is oh man the reason this is tough is because of Leo, <laughs> because there's one that I'm looking at that I know Leo can snatch for me. <sighs> oh, I don't. I mean, I don't. Maybe I don't know. I don't, it, I'm looking at the list. I'm like, I don't think he'll go with any of these. Oh man, this is tough. You know what? <sighs> I'm gonna. Oh, damn it! <laughs> this is tough. <laughs> This, end, this ended up being more competitive than I expected. I actually, I, I like my draft. I didn't. It's not complete garbage, so I'm like extra competitive now. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to consider throwing it away. But no one 90 years old has Instagram, so I can't just go with like movies from the 30s and 40s. Because uh, like two of my favorite comedies of all time are missing. I I I know you guys aren't going to take, so I can just leave that if I wanted it for yeah. later. Um. And I don't I about one too. And I don't care for Animal House, so I don't want to just have that on my list. I think Animal House is fine. Um fuck it. I'm gonna go with Pretty Woman. Wow. Mm. Look at you. That that's another one that I just saw for the first time a year ago and I absolutely loved it. Um it's so good, bro. It's like right? Like Richard Gere and freaking Julia Roberts in that. I would are, I uh, wish Julia Roberts won the Oscar for this so we didn't have to give it to her for Aaron Brockovich, even though she's good in Aaron Brockovich, yeah, but then we could have given it to Ellen Bernstein for Requiem for a Dream. I wish the world went that that way. Uh Pretty Woman's great. I'm I, I was worried that Leo may grab that because it's in the same light as like when Harry met Sally. So I was like, ah, oh, maybe Leo will grab that, but you didn't, you didn't, and I got the chance to take it. So, <sighs> Ryan, go ahead. I'm not even looking at a Kevin Smith film right now. I'm oh, this is great. This. this is great news for me. Um, but you are aware that anytime David goes, he goes twice, right? So, like, yes. if you don't grab it here or when it comes back to you, you run very dangerous decisions here. We I see it. You're trying to hit on 20, bro. Yeah, that is true. That is absolutely true. But the way I see it, I, I feel so strong about the rest of my comedy list that I can let go of a Kevin Smith flick. Wow. I dig that confidence. I'm going to go with a 
fuck, I can't decide between these two. <laughs> um, both of them are classics. Uh, one of them has way too many sequels. The huh. other one, none. Wait a minute. Too many sequels. Scary movie? No. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking at first. The only I can think of that is multiple sequels. Unless we go, no, no. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Um, I'm gonna leave you guessing on the sequels one. I'm gonna go with the other one and say Pineapple Express. Oh, have Pineapple a, have Express. A, enjoy that movie. Enjoy. You can keep it. I will. I'm not gonna lie. That was a really funny movie, though. Chase Franklin was great in that. And, I, I, and I'm saying that. Statement. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for saying that statement. I've seen that movie twice, and I, I I've seen that movie twice, and I'm sorry, fellas. I hate it so much. I don't find it funny at all. I'm, um, I, I loved am, it. I loved it, but now leave. I'll leave that one to Ryan. <laughs> I, have no, I have no soul. Uh, okay, my next pick. It's funny. I think. I think it'll get me votes. I don't know. I don't really care if this one gets me votes. I think it's hysterical, um, and it's one that we actually rewatched for the podcast. And I still think that Nathan Lane's performance in it. Oh, like, that's alone. a great pick. Why did you... he deserves to be on this list? <sighs> you man. are a terrible person, Leo, because that was one of the ones that I had at the back end of the draft that I didn't think anyone was going to pick. Oh, no. See, again, I, I definitely think this is a reach, right? This is absolutely this movie is not as oh, I don't know. Right. But I, I believe this movie isn't as highly touted by the rest of the world than it is by us. Especially because we just recently rewatched it too. Yeah. But dude, like, I you know that this movie deserves to be higher on anybody's list for sure. By the way, uh, I just want to bring up to the fact that Ryan didn't love the Birdcage and he's a terrible person for it. Uh, you are a terrible person for it. The Birdcage is my seventh round pick. Yeah, so that's that's, that, yeah. that's fantastic. I hate you for it because I it was in my last three. It was actually on the list for my last pick because I really didn't think anyone was going to take it. Yeah, and I, and I know picking it that early is one of those things where I'm like, eh. but again, I'm like, I it's just I had to, I had to, I I I, I value it higher, and I know you value it higher. Oh yeah. But, Alrighty, um, what what else you got? Yeah, then on the come around, on the loop back around. Are we going uh, to pick any more Paul Rudd comedies? That is the question. Oh man. Maybe not a Paul Rudd comedy. I am gonna go after an actor. That I typically don't like. I think this actor, despite their more recent work, is uh, is overrated. Ooh. But I I cannot stress how Adam much Sandler. this movie meant back when it premiered. Adam Sandler? Uh, is it Adam Sandler? It is Adam Sandler in Happy Gilmore? Oh, good pick. I um, mm. one of the only I can't say yeah, one of the only comedies of his I like. I, I think Happy Gilmore yeah. is really again, solid like, stuff. And, and, and after Happy Gilmore, right, like there's other movies, but I think after that, it's like his thing became a shtick. Yep. I but agree. like Happy Gilmore, it like I believe, yeah, I had to. I think yeah. he went back to back to back for me. Like it was Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, and Big Daddy, those three, and The Wedding Singer. I, I like those four. Oh, Wedding Singer was a uh, yeah. Then after that, it's kind of when everything started really. Then he did mm-hmm. a Paul. Then he did Punch Drunk Love, and then I wanted him to do more serious stuff. And then he agreed. And then he didn't do anything serious for like twenty little, years. Little, little Nikki was yeah, garbage. Click wasn't good. Click was um, Click was the closest thing for me liking it, but I really, really didn't love it. And then he did Uncut Gems, and I wanted him to keep doing that. Oh, and, don't, don't forget the freaking grown up movies. 
Although Grown Up sucks. Those Grown Up sucks. Grown Up exactly. sucks. Yeah. And then he did Halloween. What is it? Halloween? What? Her Hubie Halloween or whatever that last year was terrible. At least I think he's making a serious movie uh, in 2022. So uh, that's going to be great. All right, Ryan, what do you got? All right. So I wasn't going to really go with him, but I got James Holland Bob. There you go. You do. You do. I got yeah. Cheech and Chong. You did. I might as well get Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I haven't seen that movie since 2004. I want to give it another watch because it's been it's been a very very long time. I do remember enjoying Neil Patrick Harris in that movie a lot. Yeah. Alrighty, so <laughs> that's all I got for Neil. That's all this. That's all I got for that. Leo, what about you? Do you have any? I I mean, it, again, this is like a complete just the most honest of who we are. <laughs> yeah. I can say that none of these lists are the same and the only movies on Leo's list that I act that I adore are The Hangover and uh Super Bad. Everything else I like. Ryan, I don't know what the fuck you have, man. <laughs> I think I I think Yeah. I think Jay and Silent Bob and and Spaceballs are the ones that I really really like. You know right. Shrek guy? I don't like what? Shrek? It's okay. Uh, I don't think it's age well. I don't think it's as funny as it was back in 2000. But remember, you don't like that boulder? That's not a nice boulder? No. <laughs> remember, I'm an outlier on comedy, so. I know. I'm just having fun. Alrighty. So. Man, at this point, it's either taken now. Uh, where are we? I think we're in that safe place. I'm like, yeah, we're good. No one's going to step on each other's toes here. I. Uh, I mean, now with my last two, my last three picks, I think I'm in the I'm in the clear. So I am going to give the respect that his best move, his second best movie deserves, and I am going to pick Clerks. Oh, nice! Because I'm not Ryan, and I'm not a I'm not an animal. I I am going to give respect to Clerks. I'm not Ryan, and I'm not an animal. That's there you go. Ryan's like. Man, I picked Jay and Silent Bob Strike Pick first. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so that leaves a lot of opportunity here to... That was my number eight, yes. Alrighty, so... Hmm. Still got eight crazy nights on the board. Stop it. Oh! That's, that's, I can promise you that... I can promise you, Ryan, that's not <laughs> happening, at least for me. Home Alone 4. Home Alone 4. <laughs> Home Alone 5. Home Alone 6. Um. Okay. Literally went there. Oh, that's so bad. All right, so I'm going to go with. See, this is a straight. It just says a comedy, so I can't even. It's not even a question. God, now I kind of wish we did more than ten. Um, <laughs> I'm down to do fifteen. Let's go. No, no, no. Um, ten is fine. Um, this is tough. I, I I'm between four movies right now. Um. Yeah, I, I. You guys really helped me out because you guys did not take any of what I thought you would take. I had a feeling that we weren't going to be drafting too too much. Like your your list. Your it's funny because I I look at the three different like lists that we have. Dave, your list is if you want to watch a good movie that also makes you laugh. Yeah, boom. I'm very much prestige. Ryan's like, hey, if you want to get high and laugh like crazy, where you don't know whether you're laughing because you're high or laughing at the movie, boom. And Me then, is like, hey, you want to laugh? 
<laughs> that's all. The that's movie, the only criteria. The, the movie might not be good. The movie might not. Act, it might be like it might, it might be just like stupid laughter or insightful laughter, but that's the only requisite. All right. So I'm going to go with my going to keep the prestige comedy. I'm going to go with The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, good one. Yeah, it's Leo DiCaprio's best performance. It's also one of the funniest movies of that year. It is hilarious. It's I can't believe that it, someone as old as Martin Scorsese directed that movie. And I think that movie right? aged like fine wine. I think it's viewed now as one of Scorsese's most underrated films, and it absolutely like deserves to be picked. I I wasn't sure if I wanted to go, but you kind of convinced me when you said I went prestige and funny, and most of my movies have been. If I check their RT score, a lot of them are in the nineties. Oh, dude, absolutely! <laughs> you're freaking. You're just like a cream of the crop of just like these are just freaking good movies, For and you sh- forget, yo, you laughed your ass off during these movies too. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street's so funny. All right. Ryan, all right, Ryan. Right. Which, 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 uh, which, which donor movie am I going with? Now? <laughs> <laughs> um, Evil Bong. No, uh, what? No, that is a movie, but I'm not going with it. Oh. I was just kidding. Um, hmm. I'm going to go for votes here. I'm going American Pie. Oh shit! Oh, I totally forgot to put it on it. my list. That's a good pick. Totally forgot. So to. not gonna lie, after you went freaking um, Harold and Kumar, I literally I'm like, if he goes, dude, where's my car next? I'm leaving the podcast. Please do. I'd follow you. <laughs> that dude. That movie's garbage. Uh, what does mine say, dude? What does mine say? <laughs> Stop. And by the way, American Pie is the one I was talking about with way too many sequels with all like the little spinoffs. Well, like, oh, all right, so so I'll give you I'll give you the, the spinoffs, right? But I actually do enjoy every single sequel of the like the main franchise. Yeah, yeah. the main ones are good. Yeah. American Reunion, bro. I, I still, love like, it. I, oh my god, when so, that came out, I'm like, yo, I'm old. So I may be on the ladder, but I think after American Pie, American Wedding is my favorite one because yeah. I think that's the one oh. we really got more stiffler. <laughs> So that's yeah, hot take. Yeah. But yeah, it's Leo, that, we we have grown with that movie. That franchise has like literally hit each of our lives at the same age group, and it's like holy crap. Like I think next year, I think we should do a American Pie podcast because there's I'm a in. lot of there's a lot of wrong in that movie, especially like airing spinoff, but the, the main the no main group. the main the main group because if you really look at it, um, what he did to Nadia in the first one is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Illegal as fuck. <laughs> yeah, bro. Especially now with all these freaking. It's always been illegal, but especially now. Okay. Um, uh, so my number nine is a movie. It's gonna get votes, and it's the season of Christmas. So I'm going Elf. Ooh, that is a good pick. That is a very good pick. I have a few Christmas ones on my list that I never had to go to. Although I if, have one. <laughs> I know. I know what it is. Yeah. And uh, but Leo, you got your last pick, right? Yeah, the last one. It's oh man, there's so many movies in here. So yeah. many freaking really funny movies. Um, which one made me laugh more? <laughs> <laughs> How about this, Rye? I'm gonna make an executive decision. Let's do twelve. There, you get two more picks. Okay, I like it. <laughs> Look at that, and but that's you know what? That's such a Christmas move for you, bro. That's- <laughs> Per- All right, well, that being said, since I have that many more, then I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Bridesmaids. I, yep, good pick. I, I I can't sit on a high horse and say I think it's overrated um, and pick it. So I'm glad someone else did. That is uh, that is a great pick. 
It definitely has a lot of fans. Yeah, and I feel like it's it's a good like I have the Hangover and I have Bridesmaids, yep. I have Superbad and I have Booksmart. I'm like I'm I'm get I have all the peoples. <laughs> Ryan, you're up. Um, no excuse. Your your twelve better be solid since we gave you two more picks. If you freaking do, dude, where's my car? I swear. <laughs> to God. It's not on my list. I promise. All right. This doesn't give you the excuse to now you can get, dude, where's my car? <laughs> I'm going to go with another one that I loved as a kid and I think is uh, a classic, The Mask. Oh, oh, that's a good one. I like that. I like that classic. a lot. That's definitely on my list. I'm not going to lie. I like that. Alrighty. Since we're doing 12, I can have a little bit of more. Uh, I can end this on a prestige note as well. So with my number 10, I am going to go with... hmm. Should I go with the Tom Hanks classic that no one's picked it? I mean, this is the thing. You're no one's picked it, right? So like, I feel like you're probably safe. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that no one's picked it. You guys know where There's I'm. There's one. I'm surprised you haven't picked. Who me? Yeah, I think that's coming up. Uh, so in the spirit of Paul Rudd, I am going to pick the only Will Ferrell movie outside of Elf that's not Christmas related that I actually love, and I'm going to go with Anchorman. Great movie. That's literally like next on my list. So yeah. Was that the one, Rye? Nope. Oh, interesting. And then on the back end. So you know what? I am going to finish this off in a very wait. Yes. But you know you you know how you have two right now, then you have two more after this too. No, I have one more, right? No, this is eleven. This is eleven. You're about to do now. Oh yeah, yeah, one more. You're right. One more. Yeah. Um. Alrighty. So I am going to go with. So it took Anchorman. All right, I'm gonna finish this off with two uh, classics. Classic cinema, Golden Age of Hollywood. Yes, I'm gonna go Golden Age of Hollywood here. So I am going to go with the probably one of my favorite Billy Wilder films. I am going with Some Like It Hot because good, there's good. I really n- hope you were going to go that one. I'm like, if you're going to pick, if you have to pick one, pick Some Like It Hot. No way you guys would have picked that. And it's one of my favorite Mar- Marilyn Monroe performances. Jack Lemmon is hilarious in this movie. I am all in it. Tony Curtis is also fantastic in it. So yeah, uh, Some Like It Hot. Ryan, you can tell me which one I didn't pick because there's unless you want to wait till after. Wait, 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 wait. Let's wait because maybe yeah, let's wait till after. All right, so go because <laughs> there's one for Leo. I'm surprised he hasn't picked yet, and there's one more for you. I think right. I'm gonna go to. The, I think I'm gonna go to the one that you think I want to go on soon. I think it's there. It's like I have to. Whatever. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Taking this one, I see Ryan. I'm gonna go with. What I believe to be the movie to put Will Smith on the map, Men in Black. Oh, nice! That's a good one. I didn't even think of it as a comedy. I, I thought, didn't even have it yeah. as a comedy. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that, it, and it definitely is a comedy. That's good stuff, Rye. I would have definitely had that on my list. I, so the next one I'm gonna get I'm gonna pick now is definitely a movie that it fits me, right? It's like, oh yeah, Leo, this would be it, but it also fits Ryan, and I'm surprised he didn't pick it. But like, I, I part one was super freaking funny, and Ryan Reynolds is definitely Deadpool. Oh, so shit. That's... Uh, I, can't, I didn't even think of Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Deadpool as my number 11. That's a swing, my friend. Would it, would it have been your pick if you didn't if we didn't do the extra two picks? 
No, no. I wasn't going to end it with Deadpool. If anything, I was going to end it with the movie, and I'm about to end this right now. I just feel a little bit better about it. Because um, I guess Bridesmaids, I feel like, had it did get, it would give me votes, and it's a funny movie. Um, but I, I didn't love it, though, right? So I'm doing that more for strategic value than for actual I love this movie. Mm-hmm. The movie I'm going to end it with, I love this movie. Um, and I know it's may, it may not be like anyone's like number one or number two, but I still remember Robert Downey Jr. as Kirk Lazarus in Tropic Thunder. I don't know if that's going to get you votes with the controversy on that movie. I know, I know, I know. But the thing is that every actor in that killed it, man. Yeah, I and agree. The, and like, just like the satire of what Hollywood has become with all these different actors, all these different movies, all these different franchises. And let's not forget freaking, um, oh my God. Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah, Tom Cruise. Like, yeah, I, I feel I love the movie again. Oh, I, I love it, too. I love it, too. I don't think it's going to get me any votes, but I feel Bridesmaids and Deadpool made up for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And Ryan, what is your last pick? Uh, I could bookend with a Kevin Smith flick. I the, could go for the votes. Well, I don't I know could. what's left to go for votes. There's a few, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you got, there's a good amount of classics. I will say. I want to say this, like, I give all of us credit that, like, because I'm not picking it unless Ryan picks it. None of us picked Animal House. I'm not no. picking it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. As, like, the, as the lone fraternity guy in the in this podcast, I'm like, I don't, it's, eh, eh. <laughs> I don't, it's not very, like, uh, I don't really love it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fine. The first time I saw it, I hated it. And then, um, progressively, I've seen it a few more times after that, and it's fine. Can we help Ryan? I'm like, I want, there's one I want to say, but I'm like, I feel like if I don't end strong, it's going to hurt. I, and I, if I go, end with the Kevin Smith I want to end with, it, it could end strong, but not as strong with the other two I'm looking at. Mm. Well, let's put it this way. You are right now splitting the Kevin Smith vote with David. Yep. And I think I have the better movie. So. Um, then I would at least have two. But be very careful which one you pick. Don't pick, like, Tusk. Oh, I wouldn't pick Tusk. <laughs> no. Um. Dogma, dogma, dogma. I would love to pick Dogma. That is the, ch- that is the choice, Ryan. See, but, fan, like, Because here's the thing, like, Gen I personally, personally, as, like, the... I, I like his work. I am not as big a Kevin Smith fan as you guys are. I think Dogma to me is like that's my funniest one from uh, from Kevin Smith. I love Dogma. Uh, Cause I don't think all right. I don't think Dave's gonna pick any of these, so I'm just gonna say what I'm torn between. Mallrats, Dogma, Scary Movie Two, or Doubtfire. Um, Ooh. my. I will sacrifice votes and say you should go with Mrs. Doubtfire. That's that's the right answer here. Yeah, <laughs> right answer right. Is Doubtfire's Doubtfire. the right answer. Yep. Mrs. Doubtfire. Cool. Alrighty, so it's left to me to finish this off, and I am going to go with a dogma, best... Dogma, dogma, dogma. <laughs> I, I am going to end this with a best picture winner. I just can't decide which best which picture one? winner. Yeah, we left we left all of them to you. To be honest, <laughs> uh, there's two best picture winners here, and one will literally only get me one vote because 
I think I only know one person with Instagram that has seen this movie besides me. Um, and the other one I have put a lot of people on and it, uh, it's still an old best picture winner, but it's not as old as the other one. The other one was 1934. So I don't think that's going to get me anything. Um, all right, cool. So I just made a decision for myself. So I am going to go with another Billy Wilder movie, the best picture winning and one of the best picture winners of all time, the apartment. Classic. So, and it's also a Christmas movie. So it is, uh, boom. They used to, you're splitting the elf votes with me. I, like, oh, dang it. I, I highly doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Elf and the apartment have so many similarities. So many similarities. Um, so yeah, that wraps it up. I, I'm going to go run through my list. This is actually a lot funner than I anticipated. This is one of the drafts that I'm like, oh, I'm probably going to like fight to get a good list, but I, I, I like where I ended up. So I ended up with. Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, When Harry Met Sally, Clueless, Ferris Bueller's Days Off, Pretty Woman, Clerks, The Wolf of Wall Street, Anchorman, Some Like It Hot, and The Apartment. And Ryan? James Hunt, Bob Strike Back, Spaceballs, Up in Smoke, Shrek, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, Big Lebowski, Pineapple Express, Howard and Kumar, Go to White Castle, American Pie 1, The Mask, Men in Black, and Mrs. Doubtfire. Awesome. And Leo? I started it off with The Hangover, followed with Superbad, Wedding Crashers, Book Smart, Mean Girls, Friday, The Birdcage, Happy Gilmore, Elf, Bridesmaids, Deadpool, and the controversial Tropic Thunder. <laughs> awesome. So this now is that. See, Go ahead. What I'm was surprised. Dave didn't have Meet the Parents. Oh, wait. I was going to say, yeah, let's go through the ones that we left on our draft board. Just so oh, that sure. We know, yeah. What, what, what were we thinking? Yeah. So, right. was that the one, ride that you thought you were surprised? I'm surprised you didn't have Meet the Parents. I okay. had that on my short list, too. I'm like, it's here. It's here. I had it, yeah. And, Lee, I'm surprised you didn't choose Legally Blonde. I've never seen it. You've never seen Legally Blonde? I've Neither. never watched Legally Blonde, no. Neither and have I. Seems right I, I mean, up your I'm also, alley. I'm also not huge on Reese Witherspoon, to be honest, so I'm like, eh. Gotcha. But, uh, I so, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't have... So, obviously, I had a feeling you were going to have Friday on your list. But I wasn't sure if you were gonna have coming to America on your list. Oh, that's another one I'm surprised you guys didn't pick because I I don't I didn't really like the movie to be honest. Yes. But uh, we, we, um, are, there, are there any other ones on you on the short list? Yeah. Thing, uh... So for me, uh, it happened one night. That was the other yes. best picture winner. But it, it's yeah. just too old. Like, do I prefer it happened one night over some of these movies on my list? Yes. But I also want votes, so I can't. You also want votes? <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um. So Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Tootsie. Borat, Big, The Philadelphia big. Story. I thought you were going to go big. I definitely said yeah, Tom Hanks. I'm I like, I think you're going to go big. Once you guys said you weren't going to pick it, I'm like, oh, let me just go Prestige. And then, uh, then I, and Caddyshack, those are the other. And, the if ones, uh, and if we're looking at Christmas ones, I also had Scrooge on my list. Same. <laughs> the ones on my list that we left off, because um, I already had Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, um, Ace Ventura, Peck Detective. Mm. Uh, Coming to America, which I mentioned, Meet the Parents, Step Brothers, A League of Their Own was when I had for uh, for Dave right there. So that one was tough because I don't see it as a comedy. I know. That one was strictly because it, it qualifies as one. And I'm like, I always want to have like a sneaky one in there. Yeah. Uh, but League of Their Own, uh, Tommy Boy, uh, Dumb and Dumber, Dodgeball, Horrible Bosses, Old School. And then one that I also know, it's I don't think it's a comedy, but... It has one of the, like, for me, one of, like, the funniest moments in movies, uh, My Cousin Vinny. I love My Cousin Vinny. Yeah, I don't know how so I would have picked that. That and I also, um, 
because it's not really that funny. It's just a really good movie, The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good yeah. one. All right, guys. Me, Did, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I thought you gave yours right. Go ahead. Oh, no, I just said the two that uh, I suppose you guys didn't take. Like I mentioned, uh, Mall Rats, uh, Meet the Parents, South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut, Liar, Liar, Ace Ventura, Scary Movie 2. We talked about Big, Bill and Ted, Legally Blonde, Scrooge. I'm surprised this one didn't get picked. Beetlejuice. Oh, Blue. son of a bitch. <laughs> I totally forgot about and Beetlejuice. This one I had on my list, and I'm not sure if anybody here has seen it. Easy Money. Ooh, no, wait. Who's that with? Is that with Chris Tucker and Charlie Sheen? Charlie Sheen, right? No, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, oh no, no. I, no. So. I no think, clue. Dave, you and I are thinking about the same yeah, one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Dogma. Wait, is, uh, Dave, are you thinking about Money Train? <laughs> money Train! There you go. Easy. <laughs> no, As you uh, can see, I, I'm, not, I'm not the comedy guy. Yeah, Rodney Dangerfield plays a guy who has to give up, like, booze, cheating, all that to win, like, a bunch of money. It's really it's Rodney Dangerfield at his best. So, yeah, that wraps it up. And if you guys love the draft, it's definitely coming back in a few weeks as we, uh, we're we going to have a Christmas movie draft. And that's going to be war. Absolute battle. <laughs> this, it's going to be a bloodbath. I know what Ryan's first pick is going to be already, so I'll only have to worry about Leo. It's going to be a great time. Uh, well, I probably won't be drafting first, so let's just put it that way. <laughs> so, And if I'm drafting first, you guys already know what my number one pick is. So that it's going to be a, a great time. So, yeah, so that wraps it up. Next week, um, I believe, I have to look at the schedule, but we are traveling to Hogwarts. But until then, see you at the movies, kids, and happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.